Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday to you. How's it going? It's going, and happy Thanksgiving to you and everybody. Happy Thanksgiving to our WOM community. Turkey Day is tomorrow. Tomorrow is the big day. Um, I'm hosting my very first Thanksgiving. So I have begun, I've, well, I tried to get out of it. So I found out last year that me and Annie were going to start alternating Thanksgiving. So I knew it was coming. And then I got engaged and I was like, I don't think I should have to do Thanksgiving because I'm getting married like three weeks before. (laughs) And then I was told that that wasn't a good enough reason. And then I got unemployed. So now it really wasn't a good enough reason. I had all the time in the world. So like, no, it's yours. Yeah. I like organized everything right when I got back from the honeymoon, figured out the menu, got everyone to like sign up to like help bring something. Um, And we like researched and have done Honestly, this is tur- the frying of the turkey has turned into such an expensive expense. Like it's a one-time expense though. Well, the oil you have to do every year, but the actual like deep fryer, you'll have it forever now. Well, we have we have a lot of that equipment because um, we're using equipment. It's a lot of the same equipment that we use for Jeff's brewing. So gotcha. when he brews beer, it's a lot of the same stuff. But there was like he needed some gloves and he needed this like hook thing and then like. And Jeff's just the type that, like, he researches and then, like, oh, I should do that. Grows and grows and grows. All of a sudden, like, all these things are coming and showing up. And then, yeah, we went to Costco to get peanut oil. And I was like, oh, my God, this is expensive. Trust me, when you eat it, though, it is so worth it. You're never going to want to go back. Just be super careful because I keep seeing videos on my TikTok this week of, like, deep frying a turkey gone wrong and people's houses going up in flames and stuff. So just be careful. So yeah, we're doing it like in the back tour and I, Jeff's like trying to move it to a different spot. And I'm like, I still think you should do it like right by the pool. So like if something like just kick it into the pool or something like, yes, I don't know, but he's like really careful and good with that stuff. And I I think a lot of big things that go wrong are like people not like, defrosting the turkey enough and or dropping it into the hot boiling water like it's just oil I mean and Jeff's like definitely like done his research and everything so So I perks to him researching I I feel like we'll be 
we'll be okay. But um, yeah, I'm just um, looking forward to hosting, I guess, for the first time. Well, Speaking I of the devil. Like, is that Jeffrey? He just got home. Oh, hi, Jeff. Hi. hi, Jeff. Hi, Penny. Hello. Hello. <laughs> We're recording. Jeff said hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. All right. <laughs> okay. Bye. Take her away. I'll get lunch immediately. No, I just started recording. Um, He's the best. Jeff, I'll take an In-N-Out burger. Yeah, he's going to go get lunch right now. And I'm like, yeah, I want lunch, but not this second because I just started recording. <laughs> well, if you want to wait an hour, stretchy, that would be great. Get your stretchy pants ready because I am so ready to eat. I like, so I um don't love Thanksgiving like all year, like and leading up to Thanksgiving, I'm just like it's an eh holiday. But uh-huh. then here I like love it. Like the day of, I like love the whole meal. I love the leftovers like the next couple days. But like leading up to it, I don't really feel like super, super excited about Thanksgiving. Um, I also am not I like the fact that you're hosting, I couldn't even fathom. Like that I I don't think I will ever in my life be able to do that. I just don't have it in me. I don't know how to cook for more than like two or three people. I just like am so overwhelmed. Like last year with Jordan's family, his dad likes doing most of it. Like he does all like the big things and some of the sides that are just like traditions. And then mm-hmm. everybody else does like a side because he wants like everybody to like participate. Yeah. So last year I made like the most delicious. Somebody actually DM'd me this week and they were like, I remember you doing a mac and cheese last year and it looked so good. Like what oh, was yeah. the rest of the dig through my archived stories to find it and it was a half-baked harvest like brie mac and cheese but I made so much of it that like he still gives me shit to this day like he'll still ask (laughs) Jordan like he'll tell Jordan like hey so we just finally finished like stuffed mac and cheese from last year (laughs) but I get so overwhelmed because I I just like am not good cooking for more than a couple people so to cook for like a bunch of people would like scare the crap It's not that hard. Just like, okay, this makes this amount of servings. Like, what do I need? Like, you just got to look at the servings and like. But the other thing is the timing. Like when you need to cook 10 things, when do you cook what? It's really hard. Um, You kind of just have to like have everything kind of done and then you keep things warm. And then it's, it's definitely not easy. I uh, like, I definitely like made notes from last year. Like, so last year I had made um, like a green bean casserole and I made, I had doubled the recipe and that was like way too much. So I'm not going to double it this year. Cause I have to remember, like we also have like picky eaters. There's at least like five people who aren't going to eat this. So like, do I really need to make like that much of it? And like, okay, mac and cheese, that's going to be like the kid's favorite thing. So I'll make a little bit more of that. Like I just have to kind of like gauge things and you learn and get better at yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I am very exciting. It's excited. And before we get into a fun this or that about Thanksgiving, um, what are you most thankful for this year? I think I can guess, but. Like, honestly, I think somebody had like said this to me at the meetup when we had the meetup recently. It was just like 20. They were like 2023 was your year. And it honestly really was. I feel like I have so much to be thankful for this year. Like, from the wedding and getting to marry Jeff, like obviously has been like one of the biggest blessings this year, but then also finally like making that jump and having my surgery in May and like, just like where my life is now and how much like healthier and better I feel now than I did a year ago on Thanksgiving is like a world of difference. Absolutely. I honest, I completely agree when whoever at the meetup was talking to you about that, I was like, it's so you've had just such a big year. It's been insane. 
Um, for me, I, I, you know, it's a lot of the normal stuff and that's okay. You know, it's like, I'm super thankful for Jordan and my relationship and to be in a relationship that's just so like fun and loving and, um, great. I'm thankful that I'm in a better place with work this year than I was last year. You guys remember my entire entire 2022 I was just miserable and dying to leave and I'm in such a better place I got a promotion earlier this year um I've grown a lot professionally I have really good you know mentors in my corner at work um and I'm just overall like yeah I'm actually a little jealous of your unemployment it sounds so nice I wish you could just like choose to be unemployed like three times in your life or something like now is a great time for my unemployment to start but then like you just like get a job again um and then yeah obviously my family I'm like so lucky I feel like I have like the best family in the world and I'm forever grateful for them and then just like you and WOM and the WOM community like we are so lucky to have this community and I mean it shows every day but like Man, there are some days where you feel the love more than others, and it really shows how many people we have in our corner, and I feel really lucky for that. Absolutely. It's like some, I have to like remember that for like every one thing that frustrates me and makes me mad, like there's like 30 people that are like incredible and amazing and like hyping us up. And I just, um, like, I know I was like venting to you last night because I had someone in my DMs that I was like kind of going at it with because. I tend to let a lot of things they say like roll off my back. And last night I was just, they caught me not in a mood. And I was like, yep. and I was like messaging you. Cause I was like, I want to be like, basically like stand up for myself and like be stern, but also like, I don't want to be like a total bitch. Cause that's, I try not to be like that, but I was, and you were like, no, it's good. You're like standing up for yourself. Like I was just like, she caught me on one and I was just like, not, I was not having it last night. And just for a little context on what we're talking about, this is somebody that has been in Laura's DMs for years. I'm not over exaggerating um, with passive aggressive comments often. And she has never um, really stood up for herself or pushed back. She's just always done like the nice girl thing. And it gets to a point where if you're going to passive aggressively be in somebody's DMs, you have to expect that at some point they're going to stand up for themselves and tell you to stop. So that's exactly what you did. It was nothing more than that. And I was proud of you because nobody deserves that. If you don't like something that somebody's doing or have a problem, just click the unfollow button. I'll I'll even help you get there, you know? I know. And everyone's going to tell me like, oh, you should just like block this person or whatever. And like, maybe I should, but I also like. You want to give people the benefit of the doubt and a chance to correct behavior. Um, well, let's do a quick Thanksgiving, this or that. We'll throw it up um, on our stories for you guys to do as well. Um, but you guys know I love a good this or that. So let's do it. Um, Laura, this or that, ham or turkey? Ham. Even though I never, like, we've never only, been. Like only Thanksgiving ham, right? Like not like sandwich ham or like both. I mean, I like sandwich, but we're talking about like on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. Like, no, I wish ham. And so I'm saying ham because I'm just like, turkey sucks. Like it's not, that's why I'm really excited to try the fried turkey this year. Yeah, You're going to feel differently this year. I literally have gone Thanksgivings where I literally put zero turkey on my plate. Like I, I do not need it. It's boring. Half the time it's just like not enough flavor. Like I'm just like not. So it's like, and I like, like, Somebody brings out a honey baked ham, like I'm here for it. But um, we've never been a family that does both. Like I know a lot of people that are like, oh, we have ham and turkey, and I'm like, 
no, it was always like just turkey. So um, I'm I'm all about that ham life though. So I would have some of that, but we're kind of a strict turkey family. What about you? So my family also just does turkey. My dad is not a fan of ham. Um, Jordan's family does both, which is really nice. They, they do like the honey baked ham and then the turkey breast. Um, I, on Thanksgiving, am going to go turkey because I'm just very like traditional with my yeah. Thanksgiving plate. Um, I do love, I don't love ham, but I really, really love like the honey baked ham. It's so good. So good. Um, I have to go traditional with turkey though. Yeah, I'm, um, I mean, I'm definitely going to eat or I'm going to try more turkey than I usually would this year just because I've never had the fried turkey. But, um, and I was going to say, and hopefully because it's healthier, like I need to fill up on my protein for like, my plate's going to be very weird this year. Like, I don't know what that <laughs> looks like. Like, am I going to eat like one bite of everything? I, maybe I'll have like a tiny plate and then like don't two even hours make later. a plate and just tell Jeff you need one bite of everything on his. basically I think I'm gonna like split it I'm gonna have like a small plate with everyone and then like two hours later yeah I'll have another like small plate but yeah. it's definitely I'm not gonna be able to go ham like I usually do on like all my favorite things so I know all right mashed potatoes or sweet potatoes oh my god this is so hard but I think I'll say sweet potatoes because mashed potatoes, I feel like I can have like all year. Sweet potatoes is like only usually on Thanksgiving. Um, and we're talking like a sweet potato casserole, right? Oh, yeah. The marshmallows or okay. brown sugar, all Crumble, that stuff. whatever. Yeah. Okay. I'll pick sweet potatoes just because it's more like iconic to Thanksgiving where mashed potatoes I feel like I have throughout the year. I'm going to agree. Um, ever since I was a kid, the sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows and everything is my favorite. Like my mom's tried like fancier recipes and I'm like, no, I just want like the canned sweet potatoes and the marshmallows and the brown sugar. Like I legit just want like the most. Oh, see, I like the marshmallow ones. They're like really good. But my mom makes this one recipe and I hope she tried one different like a year or two ago. And I need to tell her, no, make your like old school <laughs> one. And it doesn't have marshmallow because I don't think she likes ones that have marshmallows on it but it has this like nutty like probably pecans or so like a pecan brown sugar crumble it's legit dessert like this doesn't like this feels like it should be dessert I love it and oh so freaking good I love it yep definitely sweet potatoes mashed potatoes for me for some reason on Thanksgiving they just don't wow me like any other time if I go to Wood Ranch and order sides or something wowed by mashed potatoes like honestly don't don't really need them on Thanksgiving the only glow up to mashed potatoes is the fact that they have gravy on Thanksgiving and <laughs> I'm all about that so my um, mom that's funny my mom is she's bringing the mashed potatoes and the sweet potatoes to Thanksgiving ooh. and my mom's mashed potatoes are just like insane so good. I mean, I'm pretty sure she puts like every type of like cream. I think there's cream cheese. I think there's like butter and there's like everything that just would make them like so good. Sounds so my mom's amazing. mashed potatoes are like killer. Green bean casserole or creamed corn? Um, Ultimately, I want to say, so I only like, like me and my mom's green bean casserole. When I've tried other <laughs> people's, I don't think it's very good. I think Ours is good because it's filled with, like, cheese and bacon and stuff Ooh. in it. So, like, if it's between that, I'm going to pick my green bean casserole. But, like, overall, I would probably say creamed corn. I don't know. That one's kind of hard. Yep. I'm going to go creamed corn. I love – so that's another glow up for your mashed potatoes instead of gravy is just making, like, a little, like, volcano pit and then pouring creamed corn in it. So good. 
Um, the I'm not a big pit. It's called you know Cater, and... a crater. Yeah, <laughs> a crater. Volcano pit. Volcano. You know me and green things. Like I'm not big on like green things. So everybody's told me like, no, you'll love green bean casserole. I just don't. So I'm going creamed corn. I'm gonna save you a little side of it, and when I see you for your birthday the next week, I'm gonna make you try it, even though it'll be like a week old. But <laughs> Deal. I mean, it has crunk. It's like green beans with like condensed mushroom soup in it. I put a bunch of like cheddar cheese and bacon in it, and then it has like crispy onions on top, like. There's nothing you kind veggie. of feel like what's not to love. There's yeah. nothing veggie about it. Like, sure, there's some green beans in there, but everything else is just, like, delicious. <laughs> All right. This one kind of threw me off. I actually had to Google, like, the difference. I, I mean, it's stupid that I had to Google, but I did. Stuffing or dressing? I thought they were the same thing. Um, no. Well, my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong since you Googled it, is stuffing is just stuffing, and dressing is the stuffing that comes from inside the bird opposite so stuffing is this is when I mean, you stuff a bird stuffing which is, is funny because we most people don't do that anymore like most people make stuffing on the side but we still call it stuffing but it's technically dressing yeah so my mom always served both like she would have like both when my mom would always do thanksgiving back in the day um but yeah i'm just good with the dressing so okay so i'm glad i clarified because i would have said stuffing but i meant dressing and that's what I would have said too. So I'm the same way. I um if I never knew that it was stuffed into the turkey, I'd probably like it. But the fact that I know I'm a little weirded out and I just like don't want to eat like something that came out of like a dead turkey's butt. But um But you're also like gonna eat the turkey. So like does it really matter? That's true. Um, that totally reminds me, was that with you the other day or somebody? I think it was somebody at work. There was something about like eggs. Oh, we had a meeting at work. And we were ordering breakfast and we could choose from three different breakfast options. And one of the breakfast options, it was from Panera. And it was like some kind of like chicken egg sandwich. Uh And like some of us were like, we can't do it. Like we can't eat like the baby and the mom at the same time. Like it's so (laughs) wrong. Like who does that? I'm really just stuck on the fact that your work got you guys Panera. (laughs) Actually, it wasn't my department. It was the financial aid department. They were kind of like loaded. um, So they ordered us food for our meeting um pumpkin pie or apple pie pumpkin pie same reason as some of the others like I'm only eating pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving apple pie I feel like I can have any time of year like I don't have it but I just you gotta have the pumpkin pie I don't love pumpkin pie like I've tried everything to like it the whipped cream the ice cream everything I just think it's kind of gross and I'm gonna go apple pie every time regardless of any other time of the year I can have it I love, I love warm apple, apple pie, pie too. too. Like yes. when you serve it warmed, oh my God. Um, I also it, like crumble apple pie more than like an apple pie that yes. has like crust on top. I agree. Thanksgiving lunch or Thanksgiving dinner? Um, What do we, can we like clarify the times? Because I'm down with like a Thanksgiving at like 4 p.m. So So I'd say anything that starts like before five would be more of like a Thanksgiving lunch and anything that starts after five would be more dinner. Okay. Well, based on your explanation, then I guess lunch, but I want to eat at like four-ish. I like don't want to eat too early, but I don't want to eat like too late. Agreed. Um, I think growing up, we always tried to shoot for like 2.30 or 3 or something. And nothing ever happens on time on Thanksgiving either. So when yeah. you shoot for that, you usually eat like an hour after that. So 
So I can't imagine shooting for like a six o'clock Thanksgiving dinner. And then just with how everything goes on Thanksgiving, it's not ready until like 730 or something. Oh, we know. We always love to bring up the horror Thanksgiving we had in horror. It's like so dramatic. But we um, because we never made growing up, my mom never made the turkey in the oven. She had like a big roasting pan that she would do it so that the oven would be free for like other things. And um, a few hours in we're realizing like, oh, the turkey's like, it's just like not as far along as it should be. Like, let's give it another hour, give it another hour. And then like, it's like starting to get late. And then we realize that the roasting pan just like wasn't, because it's like an electric, you like plug it in and it's a big old pan thing that you put the turkey in. And we realize that it's not working. And we didn't end up eating Thanksgiving that year until probably after like eight o'clock. And I'm sure we were supposed to eat at like four. Oh, yeah. But, um, I think Jordan's family does it on the early side, too, which makes me happy. And I because that way it's like you wait all morning, you prep all morning, then you eat a good meal and then you go like sit and be like in a food coma for a while. And then you like come back to it like later in the day. Um, I love it. If you wait until dinner, then you don't want to go back to it until the next day. And that's I know. Fun. I think our plan, uh, we told everybody to be at our house at two and then we're going to I think Jeff and I said our goal is going to be five. So. I guess this year we're doing Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, very cool. All right. Parade or football? Football. I've never been parade. into the Macy's parade. I've like never really like watched it or any like I've seen it when it's like just been on, but I'm all about football. So same. Mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, my grandparents were so into the parade. Like that was like tradition for them to do every Thanksgiving morning. They turn on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. And I remember like watching it and feeling excited to watch it because they were excited to watch it but like never really being that excited like kind of always being like this is like the same thing every year I'm not yeah like the highlight is if like one of the balloons deflate or like runs away or something (laughs) that like makes it good but other than that give me football exactly host or host or guest guest same cook or clean like I said I think if I loved things because you know me I like to host I do enjoy that but like I just don't really like love Thanksgiving and it's like so much food and like so much to prep and like I think some people who love it I'm like why do you want somebody who doesn't love it to be like in charge of your Thanksgiving (laughs) 100% agree and last one cook or clean cook and I'm the opposite I'd rather clean I'd rather cook for two days than clean for 30 minutes. <laughs> Honestly, I just hate doing dishes. Like, I hate, like, it's such a mess and so much. Like, I'm. that's one thing I'm looking forward to is just, like, not, like, I'm not doing any of that. Like, everybody You're else. Like, I hosted. Yeah. That's all Jeff. Yep. I'm, um, I just, the cooking part of it overwhelms me. I don't want to cook for that many people. I don't want the stress. I'd rather clean everything afterwards as long as it takes me to clean. The one thing I don't love about cleaning after Thanksgiving is like other people's plates with like mashed potatoes smeared all over it and stuff. It just makes me like want to gag. Um, but I'd get over that before wanting to like volunteer to cook for everybody. So yeah. All right, we'll throw that this or that up on our story so you guys can play along too. All right, that was fun. Um, I So I had this random memory. Um, this was now, I had made a note to like bring this up because it was possibly even before the wedding or right when we got back from the wedding. I don't remember. But I remember, so did you, did you guys have claim jumpers when you were a kid? Yes. Okay, so tell me if you remember this. 
or if this was like all claim jumpers or if this was just mine, I'm assuming it was all of them. So when I was a kid, I remember when like claim jumper, I don't know if it was a new restaurant or if it was just new to our area, but like claim jumper was the hot spot. Like that was like, Oh the yeah. Hard, the hard to get in restaurant. Like if you went on a Friday or Saturday night, like you were waiting forever. And it was just like, I remember like loving getting to go there. Cause I remember they had like these over the top, like desserts and like everything was so like over the top there. Um, but I remember that as a kid, you would, they had a scale in the lobby and you would literally, if you were a kid, you would walk in and they would put you on the scale in front of like everyone and you got charged based on how much you weighed. Like it was like five cents a pound or something. So if you weighed 30 pounds, then it was like a dollar fifty or whatever. And I'm like, I never really, I always was aware when I was like bigger kid, but I never like, I remember like it just, and I probably, I was traumatized, but not like deep. I was never, there was nothing that like deeply traumatized me as a kid, but there was definitely things that like bothered me and made me uncomfortable and stuff like that. And this was definitely one of them. Like where you're like weighing in front of like all of these other people and stuff. And I just like the things that we used to do, I just like, they would never now, like you never. I know there's places in somewhere in Asia. I've seen these like restaurants where they're like all you can eat. And you basically, the price you pay is like where your weight falls into like different categories. So, okay. As wrong as that is, that makes sense to me because if you weigh 65 pounds because you're, you know, nine years old, you're not going to eat that much. But if you weigh 400 pounds because you're like a sumo wrestler, you're going to eat more. So like that to me. Hey, but what about me where I had bariatric surgery and now I can't eat a lot, but I'm also not going to go to a buffet. In between people that it affects. But do you remember that? It was that like. Okay. So I remember a claim jumper. I was obsessed and exactly how you describe it as being like the hit place to go. Like when it opened. Oh, I remember we used to go there all the time. I don't remember this. And I don't remember if it was because I like blocked it out of my memory because I feel like I I always remember as a kid, my sister was always smaller than me. I always weighed more than my sister. I always looked bigger than my sister. So I'm like, I feel like I would have been like traumatized to like have her hop on the scale and then me right after her. Um, I don't remember this. I do vaguely remember like a scale, like right when you walk in, like by like the hostess or whatever. So I feel like I probably did this and I feel like I might have been more traumatized than you. And maybe that's I'm like trauma blocking right now. But it's it's so crazy. I'm like, yeah, the things that like they did, even just when we were kids that they would never do now. It's like, I wonder what like 20 years from now they're going to look back on like where we are today and be like, oh my God, we would never do that now. You know, like everything just seems so like good. It's like, no, like 20 years from now, they're going to look back on stupid things we do that we think are normal now that are never going to be normal in 20 years. You know, that will not fly. (laughs) No. Um, so I had to bring up another stuffism and Basically, I say things that are wrong all the time, like, and apparently I've been saying something wrong my entire life, and this just came up, like, about a week ago with Jordan. Oh, my God, I can't wait to hear what this one is. (laughs) So, 
I'm getting into bed and I'm wearing a long sleeve to bed, which I like never do because I run really hot at night. Like I just get super hot. And so I'm wearing the long sleeve and getting into bed. And I tell Jordan, I hope I don't sweat bricks tonight. And he starts <laughs> laughing at me. And I'm like, what? And he's like, do you mean sweat bullets or shit bricks? Like, are you hoping you don't sweat bullets? Or are you hoping you don't shit bricks? So I'm like dying. I'm like, no, I'm not worried about shitting the bed. Like, trust me about that. But, but it clicked to me. It's like, oh my God, I've been saying this wrong like my whole life and nobody's corrected me until now. Like I've literally flipped both my whole life. You weren't saying, uh, were you saying shitting bullets too? I don't think I was saying that, but I don't think I say that as sure. often as I say sweat bullets or sweat bricks or whatever. Sweat. Um, oh my God. So I was like dying and I'm probably wedding still bricks sounds way worse than sweating bullets. <laughs> Truly, I think I'm still going to say this wrong. It's just one of those things like, you know, sometimes like you pronounce a word wrong or you say it wrong and or you spell it wrong. And it's just like it's a part of like how you do things. And you're just like never going to stop doing it. I pre- I'm pretty sure this is one of those things that I'm just like never going to stop doing <laughs> or say. Right. Um, but it reminded me, too, because on the way home from the meetup the other day, we were like going back and forth about planning or something. And we were talking about something on a Wednesday. And so I'm going into the calendar on my phone to like put it on my phone or whatever. And I'm putting Wednesday as like a reminder and I'm spelling it out. I'm like, Wednesday. And you started laughing like, oh my God, do we all do that? Because every time I write, type, say whatever that word, I literally say it like Wednesday. Every time. I've done that (laughs) for years. I feel like I'll always do it. Wednesday is always what you say in your head as you write it or type it out. A hundred. I feel like that's one of those things that if you don't do that, you're a serial killer. <laughs> that doesn't have any association. It's literally like people that, you know, how like those memes, which the, I guess I'm a serial killer because I do this. Like those memes that are like, oh, if you come home from a trip and you put away your suitcase and your stuff like right away, like that's like serial killer vibes. Yeah. I feel like I'm a serial killer like that, I but I feel like well, it's that's how Jeff, Jeff and I have to have like all of it done, like with the laundry, like going like, yeah. And I'm, I'm minutes. like that. Jordan is not. So I have to like give little like gentle, like pushes. He's gotten better. This last trip that he did for his bachelor party, I came home and I was like, Oh, everything's put away. The suitcase is in the garage. Like, this is great. I but, was never like that though. 10 years ago, 10 years ago, I would have a suitcase in the guest room for like weeks weeks and weeks Uh, and I would just like slowly start taking things out and like I was the I was such a messier person and just so unorganized like 10 years ago I'm just like a totally different person now where it makes me like right now if you can see my desk there's just so much crap on my desk right now and it's literally making me absolutely insane (laughs) I'm the same way I can't another thing I do is clean my house before I leave on a trip anywhere I want to come back and walk in the door when I come back to like a spotless clean house. I don't want to come back and be tired and have to worry about cleaning my house. Like I just want it to look perfect. This is literally in my notes to talk about in like two minutes because I'm the (laughs) same way. Well, let's save it for that. Let's get into your weekly updates and we'll continue the conversation there. Okay. Um, Okay. So weekly updates. It's just been tough. I'm just trying to get back into that groove since like being back from our honeymoon. Um, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's just, so we've been back now for a week and it's just, we came back to our house not being left clean like I had hoped. That was like my ultimate goal. It was on all my to-do list. I was like, we need to fully clean the house and have everything clean. And we had straightened up before, um, but we didn't get to like fully clean, clean like I had hoped. And then the problem was, is we came home from the wedding and then we left for the honeymoon a day later. So all these boxes from the wedding, like, and us like unloading people's cars and stuff into the house, like things just kind of got put everywhere. And things just started like accumulating during all of that craziness leading up that week. And so I definitely came back from the honeymoon and the house was not how I was hoping it would be. The house was like kind of in shambles. So I've just been kind of spending a lot of time this week, like cleaning and organizing. So I've um, had all these tubs of like all of the stuff that got packed up from the wedding. So I literally pulled everything out. I like started a spreadsheet and I started doing like a full like inventory of everything I had. I took pictures of everything I had so then I could start like posting things online and like start selling things because I'm like, I want this shit gone. I want some of my money back. Like I just like have we have just like tubs of stuff that I'll never like a few things we're keeping, but there's a lot like I'll never use again. Like I want the table numbers gone. Like I want like those kinds of things from yeah. the wedding. So I've just been trying to like get all that organized And then um, I had told Jeff this week that I really want to start working on my gross list. So my goal is to have that list done by the end of the year. Have I talked about gross list before on the podcast? Yes. I feel like you talked about this last year, but just give for anybody new, just give like a quick reminder of what this is. Okay. So I came up with gross list like four or five years ago. I came up with it when Jeff and I moved in together and gross stands for get rid of stupid shit. And basically like you make a list. And you break down your entire house into like the smallest little like checklist. So like you don't just say like don't just put like your bathroom on there. You like put bathroom like left cabinet, bathroom right cabinet, bathroom medicine cabinet, bathroom under the sink. So you break down your entire house like that so that every little cabinet, shelf, nightstand everything is broken down into small things and then you hang it up on your fridge or wherever you need to hang it up and every day or every couple of days you try to just like check something off because some everything broken down like that will take you some things will take longer than others but overall it should be broken down into a way where nothing takes you more than like a few minutes so you can feel good about checking one off the list and just like spending three minutes to clean out a drawer And then other days you'll be in a groove, you'll have some free time and you might check 10 things off the list so that hopefully within a month or so you have gone through your entire house, you've organized it, you've cleaned things out, you've thrown things away, you've donated things, you've put things up for sale. And I like kind of came up with this idea a few years ago and now Jeff and I try to do it like once or twice a year. And it's the best way to like just feel like you can kind of get everything reorganized and cleaned without the overwhelming feeling of like we want to go through the whole house like this just breaks it down into these very like easy little steps that don't feel as overwhelming so and so nice to do because it sets such a good vibe going into the new year yeah so my goal is to hopefully I want to have it done by Christmas 
so that the day after Christmas, I can take all the the decorations down, I can clean the house, and the whole house should be organized, clean, and back to normal. I love that. Yeah, so gross list, that's like my jam. I feel like I still need to patent that, write a book about it. Like, I could be the next Marie Kondo. What's her name? Marie Kondo? <laughs> Like, Something like had, that. Yeah, she had her little, like, book about cleaning and, like, her system. Like, I have a system. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, I really just want to get my Poshmark and my offer up, like, super active again. I have this time without a job, so this is, like, the best. I have, like, so many, like, good dresses and clothes and stuff that don't fit anymore, like, that I need to just, like, take the time to take pictures, get them posted, and stuff like that. So, um. But other than that, like on Monday, so timing worked out this year, like where my driver's license expires next month on my birthday. So since I knew I was going to be changing my name, I was like, okay, I need to get this done ASAP because I don't want to like renew my license and then in a month or two change my name and then have to go back to the DMV again so then I can change my name and get another ID. So Monday I called the office. They said my marriage certificate had been processed. So I went down to the county clerk office, picked that up. Um, and then I knew the social security office is like right there next, like within a mile. So I was like, okay, like usually anytime I've had to go to the social security office, like I try to get there like right when they open so I can get in right away. Cause that place can be like kind of crazy. Nightmare. And mind you, like I looked online, they said you could make appointments, but you had to like call a number to make an appointment. You couldn't make an appointment online. And I was like, I had tried calling. No, I never got anywhere that like where I could make an appointment. So I was like, I'm just going to do a walk-in. But um, so I went and I walk in and it looks like jam-packed. So I was like, okay, I'm going to check in, let it give me a number so I know what number I am. And then based on like what numbers I can see they're out on the board, I'll see if it's worth staying or not. And it wasn't like that. For I was like, okay, I think I can wait. I waited maybe 20, 25 minutes. So it was like, so I'm so nice. glad I got that done. So she's like, okay, your social security card will be here in like seven to 10 days. And um, so when I get that, I'll be ready. I have a DMV appointment for like two weeks. So Yay. Um, I just need to make sure. I'm The only thing I don't know is, so last time my ex- ID expired, which this was already a few years ago, um, that was when I got the, what do you call it? The real ID. If I already have the real ID, I don't need to bring all of that stuff that I need for the real ID every time, do I? I don't think so, but I would just ask that first time. Oh, you mean you are you already have it? So I already have a real ID. So I had once to bring, like, you have it, you have it. No, you okay. don't have to bring it again. I don't have to bring like my divorce papers and my last marriage certificate nope. and like all this other stuff too. Okay. Once you already have it, like that's the kind of license like you'll always get. Okay. Perfect. So then I'll just bring my marriage certificate and my new social security card and hopefully that'll be good. Yes. Okay. So yeah, so I'll go get my new ID in a couple weeks and then um, I'm going to see if they let me pay for two IDs. If not, I'm going to just say I lost it in like a few months and then order another one. (laughs) Because so when I changed, when we moved into our house back in 2020 and I changed my address, they sent me a new ID. So my old ID I gave to Jeff and Jeff keeps it in his wallet and it's the best because when we go out and I don't want to bring my purse or whatever. And if I get carded somewhere, he just pulls it out. But that, that ID, basically they both expire at the end of this month. One just has a different address. And so I'm like, I've built this habit the last like three years (laughs) of Jeff carrying an ID for me. 
So I want to make sure I can get two IDs so that he can, <laughs> he can still keep one. But, um, yeah, so we spent a lot of this week just like working on like updating all of our different accounts and Jeff getting me added to his health insurance and we merged our bank accounts, which Jeff and I are very traditional in that way. Like it was never even a topic of combo. It was just like, a, oh, okay, we need to like, what bank are we going to use? Like, let's go with my bank. And, but I know there's a lot of people that don't share accounts, but I like can't imagine like splitting bills still and stuff when I'm married. But I know there are a lot of people that do that. I just like me and my ex-husband, we shared all of our accounts and stuff. So that was kind of what I was used to as well. But did you, maybe we've talked about this before. I don't remember, but did you and Joey share accounts when you were married? We did not. And I am so glad that we didn't like, cause I knew when I married him that he was not great with money. That was the thing, but I was younger and money, money wasn't as important to me back then either, you know, like finances and how you are with money. Like I just didn't think about when we met. Um, so I'm so glad we didn't because it honestly made the divorce so easy. It was just like, what's mine is mine. And what's yours is yours. Like we really didn't like fight over anything. You didn't have to worry about somebody like draining the account or anything. Um, And we just like, we worked it out. Like he paid the rent. I paid like all the utility bills and stuff. And like, that was just like our vibe. And then, you know, Jordan and I aren't married yet, but we have like a similar way of doing things where, you know, he pays X, he pays for this. I pay for that. I give him money for this, whatever, whatever. And it just like works. But I think like having joint accounts, um, I feel like it depends on what income bracket you're into. <laughs> Cause sure. if you're in like this income bracket where you have like so much unlimited um, money to spend or not unlimited, but extra income to spend every month, it really doesn't matter as much. But when you have less of that, like I think both parties like do really want to feel like they have equal money, like to spend on things. Well, me like, and my ex-husband definitely did not have, I mean, we, made money to pay our bills and we had a little bit of extra for like some fun money. But like by the end of the month, we were like ready to get paid again. Like it was definitely, which I don't know if that's considered living paycheck to paycheck, but I guess it kind of is. And, um, but we just had a, like it kept us in check with our budget because we knew what we had to spend every month and we were like really good about our budget. So, so was that a nightmare when you got divorced? No, we just, I mean, we had like, we were as amicable as could be. We literally like went to the bank and I removed him from the account and we saw, okay, we have like this much money in our checking and savings. And we literally, I literally wrote him a check for half of it. And that was it. Oh, see, that's nice. Cause some people it's not, it's not like that. Um, And I don't think that's how it would have been for Joey and I. So I'm so glad that we didn't. Um, Jordan and I have talked about this too. Like just we're completely on the same page. Like it's not like one of us had to be convinced of, of this way or anything. Like we've always been on the same page that like when we get married, like we're just gonna, what we're doing is working now. So like when you get married, it's not like if it's working now, you don't necessarily have to change it. But that's exactly how Jeff and I are. We're doing is exactly like what you and Jeff, uh, what you and Jordan are doing. Um, but you guys have larger expenses too. You have a mortgage. You have like other like financial investments together that like make sense for your money to be a part of. Yeah. Like I feel like maybe that would change someday if once we do hit that milestone or whatever. But like, like as long as things are the same as what they are now, I think we'd both be comfortable just doing joint or separate accounts. I just feel like I 
don't ever want to feel like a way if I felt like if it was just my money where I feel like I don't have as much of a say like I feel like purchases should still be like joint discussions and I feel like if we have separate accounts I feel like that would leave more like opportunity to just be like oh I'm gonna buy this because Jeff won't even know I bought like and maybe that's just like on me like I don't know I just feel like it's a lot more transparent with all of our spending if we're doing it together I don't know maybe I agree with that so have point. you have you felt we I know it hasn't been long it's been like a week or something but like have you felt weird at all with anything like because I know like when you didn't have a joint account like you'd just be like oh Amazon 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 like you'd just buy like whatever like do well, the you Amazon packages were never no? being hidden from Jeff those Amazon packages no I know they weren't being in. hidden but like since it's a joint account do you think about what you buy more or like nothing's really changed I mean as of right now, I don't feel like anything's changed. I'm, I've been trying to be kind of good just because I know I'm not employed right now. Right. Um, but I've still also in my mind felt because I had gotten the severance and I'm getting unemployment, like I feel like right now I feel like things are kind of still the same at the end of the year. So in another like five, six weeks when my severance is quote unquote done, I put it in the savings. I'm trying not to spend it, but mentally I'm thinking like, okay, I technically still have the same amount of money through the end of the year. Right. Um, January, when I'm only getting unemployment checks and things like that, and the, technically the severance has run out, I feel like I will maybe be getting like even more strict, but I'm really trying to like keep my spending habits like lower. Cause I, and so the other question I have, and I actually saw this in a Facebook group recently, like somebody was engaged getting married and they were going to be sharing accounts and she was looking for advice on like with purchases. So obviously things like groceries and joint things that benefit you both, like you don't really need to like check, like if you go to the grocery store and need to spend $200, then you needed to go to the grocery store and spend $200. Like yeah, exactly. other purchases, like I saw people writing like things like, oh, I, you know, my husband and I have an agreement that like anything under like a hundred dollars, like we don't need to check with each other. But if it's a purchase that's, you know, not for the normal groceries and stuff that's over a hundred, then we check with each other. Like, do you guys have any agreement like that yet? Or are you kind of just seeing how things go? We don't. I think we both are smart enough to know. Cause even before we were married, like anything that was, even though we weren't sharing money, it was very much because we share expenses. Like if Jeff wanted to go buy a $400, whatever, like he would talk to me about it first. But I right. think that's just like the respectful thing to do. Um, and I think we're both kind of the same where if it was under a hundred, we wouldn't say anything, but that's where Jeff and I are different is because we always try to discuss who spends more money <laughs> and where he always says, I definitely regularly spend more money, but he buys bigger per ticket like where I just am regularly little target and Amazon target and Amazon he's getting like better quality things and he's buying bigger ticketed things less so often my yeah. hundred me spending under a hundred dollars all the time can still add up to being big things where Jeff just has to talk to me every month or two about something bigger he might want so they both can be a problem <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to see how this goes. I feel like you and Jeff are, are both um, good with money. You're good with finances. You've lived together. And although you didn't have a joint bank account, like you said, you've shared finances already. Yeah. I think the people that have issues with this are people that aren't as great with their finances. Like if one is great with finances and the other isn't or something, I think you can that's run into like scarier rough. issues. Yeah, but that's why, that's why these 
finance dates early in a relationship yeah. are beneficial so that you kind of like weed through this stuff. Exactly. <laughs> um, where was I? So the, that, what else is going on? Um, but yeah, just kind of trying to get things back to normal and basically updating everything to be like, hey, we're married. So we need to be on the same car insurance and things like that. So not much else to report other than that. I'm really just slowly trying to put more focus into finding a new job little by little. So if anybody wants to hire me or if you know some company that wants to give us this big podcast deal, hey, Spotify, um, we would love to like, come chat with us. We're looking for sponsors. I would love to not go back to work. So thank you. <laughs> we <laughs> would love that. <laughs> uh, but how about you? What's kind of your latest going on? So I'm just going to give um, the highlights from the last few weeks since it's um, been a few weeks since we've done updates. I'm not going to go through everything, just kind of the highlights. Um, the week right after your wedding was kind of like a beauty week for me. So I took that Monday off after your wedding weekend, which I was so glad I did because I was exhausted that Sunday. And I had booked a facial for that Monday and it was amazing. It was so nice. And it just like kicked me into like skincare mode. Like I have some nice skincare. I don't regularly use anything. I wash my face in the shower every day and I take my makeup off with a makeup wipe. And then sometimes I'll use other products. Um, but since then, so I think it's been what, two to three weeks now, I've done my makeup morning and night every single day for however long that's been. You've done your makeup or you're like, sorry, not my makeup. My skincare every okay. every morning and every night. I have not skipped a morning and I have not skipped a night. So I've gotten a routine. I've bought new products. I even went and bought travel products so that I can continue doing it in Texas next week. Um, so I feel like a real adult. Uh, I'm so bad at buying. I need to because I could pack so much smaller if I bought travel products. But when I go to buy them, I am just like, this is almost as much as like a full size product. Like. Even like it's my dry crazy. shampoo, I bring my giant old bottle of dry shampoo with me on vacations because Batiste wants to charge me like $6 for a travel and that travel I will use on like one trip. Like it's not even going to last me long. It's and crazy. So like little road trips and stuff, I'll bring my full size of everything. Like I'm not going to go spend money on travel size for a road trip when I can bring extra bags or whatever. But yeah. when I fly, then I really need um, travel sizes. And luckily, like at my parents' house and Jordan's parents' house, which are our next two trips, like we've already gone to like the store and have our own like shampoo and toothpaste and face wash and all of that stuff like at Jordan's parents house and then my, nice. I use my sister's stuff so I don't have to bring that much but now that I've like been so good with my skincare I want to continue that I don't want to like fall off for a week sure. and then like struggle to get back on um but that week I also had a Botox appointment it had been a while and if you don't like the Botox thing um that's okay but I do so can we I get a like Botox sponsor? Because I really want to Honestly, go. I would love that. Um, I truly feel like for me, it makes a world of difference in how I feel. Um, so Botox obviously helps with wrinkles. Like I have really bad like crow's feet. And in pictures, all I'm drawn to is lines. Like probably nobody else is, but like I just am like so drawn to the lines. And then I have a little bit in my forehead, like mostly with like facial expressions I do. So you're making faces, like checking yeah. wrinkles. <laughs> Um, but it's also like the more you read about 
about Botox, it's also a maintenance thing. Like the more Botox you get regularly, and I'm not talking about the more as in like look like a crazy person, but the, you know, the earlier you start and the more you do it, like the less chance you'll have of having wrinkles as a, you know, as you get older, because your face has never made the faces to have wrinkles. So I do some in my forehead, some in my crow's feet. I ended up finding, it was actually an Instagram ad um, about this place called club inject I think and they have locations oh, yeah, like I've seen them so they have locations in California Arizona Colorado I think like a few states and they're expanding um and you basically pay a membership so I'm paying like nine dollars a month for the membership and because I'm a member I get Botox for like seven dollars and something cents a unit as opposed to the last place I was going where I was paying like twelve dollars a unit so when you factor in the fact that you're paying $9 a month, it kind of, it's still a little cheaper, but it does even out a little bit more, but it's almost like you're investing into your Botox rather than like having to, to pay all of that up front. Yeah. So um, I was happy with it. Um, I'm going to try to go more regularly with that too, because like I said, it just really does make me feel better not to see like the lines next to my eyes and everything. Yeah. I wanted to find like a mobile person that will like do like Botox parties or something. That would be so nice. <laughs> I um, could do, remember when I, oh, you didn't end up coming because it was right when COVID started. But remember when I did that like massages and mimosas party? Yes. I could do that again, but then also have a Botox girl. Botox, <laughs> absolutely. Um, Jordan and I also went to our first Ducks game of the season. That was fun. Um, I don't really know much about hockey, so I'm going to sound like an idiot when I say this, but they won and somebody got a hat trick. So <laughs> do you know, you know what a hat trick is though? A hat trick is when they, one person, so the same person scores three goals in a yeah. game. Yeah. Um, and it was really, really cool. It was right at the end of the game. It was actually an overtime that he scored yeah. the third goal. And so that was everybody, such a good game you guys went to. It was awesome. We had like club seats. It was just so much fun. And everybody starts throwing their hats on the ice when, um, he, got that third goal. And it was funny because earlier in the game, Jordan was like, I feel like this guy's going to get a hat trick. And then he did. And I'm like, okay, mister, um, yeah. you called that one. So that was fun. Um, last weekend, Jordan went to a bachelor party in Indio for one of his friends and he had a fun time that left me my own weekend. I just think it's so funny. So I feel like bachelor parties in like movies and even like our parents, like you know, age when they would send their husbands to go have bachelor parties. I feel like it used to be like so much worse. Like it used to all, all surround around like strippers and yeah, like just bad things. And it's so funny. Like Jordan, they went golfing and they brought a Nintendo switch and they watched football and they sat in the jacuzzi and they had a putting green at their, like, it's yeah. just like such a normal thing. I'm like our generation of men, like are not, yeah, like I had zero worries for Jeff's bachelor party. Like, no, none at all. Like, like they just okay, had guys. guys time. Go, like, you're going to find strippers in Catalina? Like, good luck finding like some meth head or something. <laughs> like, I was just like, this is like, I was like, I, I just don't think I was that worried about it. <laughs> yeah, so I was glad he had fun. Um, fr that Friday, I had the day off of work for Veterans Day, and I just had a lot of errands on my radar and went and bought Christmas decor for our place and decorated. So I think I'd mentioned like we don't have any Christmas decor. I left my stuff when I left my marriage and he's a guy and has lived by himself for years and just didn't have Christmas decor. He had like one mini little tree and like a Santa that he'd bust out every year. But we just <laughs> redid our living room and the colors are different. And I'm like, no, we can't have a blue like Christmas tree and Santa. It doesn't match the vibe anymore. So I went and did all that. Um, 
Saturday, I had agreed to babysit my godson. So I went over there, ended up meeting up with one of my friends that lives in the area for lunch and did some window shopping in. I actually have it written down wrong. And then the other day I was corrected. It's Uptown Whittier. Um, <laughs> so that was fun. I've always wanted to go. I've always heard Uptown Whittier is like really cute, has really cute like coffee shops and restaurants and stuff. It's just so far. It's like in BFE. So the fact that I was out there, it was nice to um, get a chance. Yeah, to do I that. definitely have some restaurants that have been on my list to like go out there. But like you said, it's like I just don't usually have like any reason to go out there so Meg give us a reason to like come out for dinner yeah. invite us to old town Meg <laughs> can we so I want to go back to decorating though real quick so did Jordan care that did he want to be a part of like picking out decorations or was he like yeah go ahead and have at it do what you want he did not care at all. Um, he would have, if I like really wanted him to, he would have gone and done the whole thing with me, but he was honestly fine without a Christmas tree and all of that. And I'm like, yeah. no, we're going to have a Christmas tree. And I think he just couldn't picture it. Like he's like in our little living room, like a Christmas tree, like what, where. And, um, it was funny because I was like, he called me or I had texted him a picture, um, while he was on his bachelor trip of me like decorating. And so he called me and he's like, Oh my God, you're decorating like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I think I'm going to have to move like the end table to the garage, like so the tree fits or whatever. And he's like, the end table we just bought, like we j literally just bought a new end table for our living room like a few weeks ago. And I'm like, this is what you do on Christmas. Like you rearrange yeah. everything. Furniture gets moved out. Like we literally have a recliner that ends up in the guest room. For a <laughs> so yeah. I was like, this is just how we roll. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's so nice now. Like I come home from work and like the, he, he plugs the tree in and it's like on when I get home, like you can tell he loves it. Do you um, have an I Alexa? Just, we do have an Alexa. You need to put it on a smart plug. Like ours is like, when we walk in, we're just like Alexa jingle all the way. Like we set it up. So that's what we say. That's and so then smart. When we say Alexa jingle all the way, all of our Christmas lights in our house. So we have everything Christmas on a smart plug so that it all just goes on. Uh, need to look into that. Cause I also have like a cute little like gar lighted garland, like on the rail on my balcony. Um, and that's the more annoying one. Cause there's just a little button that I switched for the oh tree, God, but I have to like go outside and plug it in. So no, I love that idea. Get on Amazon. Um, absolutely. Um, Sunday was the wall meetup. And then Tuesday, Laura and I met up with two of our friends, Meg and Sarah for dinner at our favorite place, OC at the orange circle. If they want to sponsor us too, we talk about them no. a lot. So Mike. <laughs> Literally my favorite restaurant. Uh, so good. We actually have more plans to go there next month with somebody else. So <laughs> we're all no, over the OC. It's closed. Oh, did you decide on oh that's right. Never mind. We're going to Gabby's or Finney's, right? Yeah. Uh wellness updates. What's going on? Oh, wellness. So I went into the wedding, like my final weigh in before I left for the wedding the day before I was at 95 pounds down. And um, I had I think I had even discussed this maybe in last week's episode that um, I kind of had mentally prepared myself like for a gain, like I didn't try to maintain or lose weight on the honeymoon. Like I literally just wanted to go and enjoy myself and not think about tracking and stuff. But, um, so I had like prepared, I was like, I could be up seven, eight pounds. Like who knows? I only had gained a few pounds. So I was really like happy that it was pretty minimal. But now that I've been back from my honeymoon for exactly one week, I am excited that I've lost that. And then some, I am now down 99.4 
pounds. Congratulations. So freaking close to that 100. I texted Steph this morning. I was like, uh, 99.4. I'm so close. And she texted me back. Thought you were talking about your temperature. (laughs) I was like, I'm so confused. Like, do you want it to be a hundred? Like, what the heck? Like, that's not necessarily good. (laughs) Yeah. Wanted to have a fever. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's amazing. You're going to like, could even hit it tomorrow. Honestly. Yeah. I'm hoping in the next day or two. I'm going to hit it. I'm really excited. Um, I'm also back to my lowest weight as of today that I was at in early 2018. Amazing. From here, it's like all just on top. Like uh, this is, I'm currently back to my lowest as an adult or an older adult. And um, anything past this, I'll be kind of at my lowest weight. So that's awesome. Um, I'm really excited to hit that 100 pounds, hopefully in the next couple of days. And so yesterday I had my six month post-op appointment with um, my doctor, Dr. Russo. Um, I was around 42% or so of my excess body weight down, which is absolutely insane to think about. Um, at the six mark mount, at the six month mark, they say they want you to be usually around 50% of your excess body weight down. Um, but honestly, like for not tracking, not working out, not doing any of that for three weeks, um, that definitely set me back, but it's for a good reason. I have no regrets for not enjoying the time of my wedding. Yes. And like, I knew that was going to happen. I had already told myself I was just going to enjoy that time and I'd get right back at it and get back into a groove once I was back. So, um, I definitely know that set me back from getting closer to that 50%. But you did the right thing by enjoying it, honestly. Honestly, thinking about I've lost 42% of my excess body weight, like that's still insane. And that's what like my doctor kept saying. He's like, I'm telling you what we want to be at, but I don't want you to think that like I am talking down to the stuff they had. Like he's like, You've still done amazing. Like, I'm just telling you, like, this is where we want to be, and blah, blah, blah. And that's how we kind of like help discuss like our next stage of goals and what we need to do to get there and everything. So um, as I've shared, I've been taking Phenermine for the last few months. He wants me to continue using that. And then um, typically we wouldn't meet again until my nine month. So you meet every three months for the first year. And then I think after one year, it goes to six months. And then after two years, it goes annually, I think. Um, I know it's not every three months after the one year mark though, but so He's going to have us actually touch base in a month because of my slowdown. But like he understands because of the wedding and stuff. So he doesn't. That's why he wants to take a month to like look at how if I get really picked back up and start hitting big numbers again. He says he wants to see me lose like close to 15 in the next month. Um, And if it's not picking back up and if I've lost less than 10 in the next month where I've actively been trying like obviously if I like went off the rails and I didn't lose 15 pounds, that would make sense. But if I'm like working towards losing weight and I'm making good decisions most of the time, and I'm only down so many pounds, um, he wanted to start talking about the possibility of doing injections. So basically long story is that like when you're, um, when you have weight loss surgery, you really only have like a year to really lose like that maximum amount because after that your body 
like it becomes harder. Your body kind of lands into this. Okay, this is my new normal. This is my body now. So just like any other time, it starts to just get harder to lose weight again. So they like want you to maximize that weight loss as much as you can. So he started talking to me about something called like terzepatide and something. And I'm like, and he's like kind of talking. I'm I'm listening, but like don't know what he's talking about. How he's like using all this like jargon. I'm like, yep, that talking about GLP ones and whatever. And and then I like looked it up when I we went home. I was like, oh, it's Manjaro. Like, why don't you just say that? Like, why? <laughs> use the name, use words that I know. Um, but I basically had told him like. Honestly, we can talk about it in a month, but I was leaning against it a lot because I'm like, I'm currently unemployed. So like, I didn't even want to spend the money when I was employed. Now I'm like, okay, like that's just an additional cost. I don't really know if I'm wanting to spend right now, but he's just like really encouraging. Like, honestly, let's take advantage of this time to be down as much as possible. He thinks I'd be a great candidate to use this along with my surgery and stuff. So we'll see in a month. We'll talk about it. Um, with my doctor and we'll see Jeff I talked to him about it yesterday after I got back from my appointment he said he's supportive with whatever I decide so we'll see how the next month's go the next month goes and then I'll kind of go from there but it's just crazy how in like three weeks you already can get out of such a workout group I learned (laughs) because I think the week of my wedding I only ended up making it to one maybe two workouts because I just had so many appointments and stuff so it was that week of the wedding plus the two weeks of honeymoon so it really was like a full three weeks of me not in the gym um I only got three workouts in this week so I'm not back to my full five but because I kind of had that lingering cold feeling that I'd had for a couple days and then me and you we were on our like third episode recording this week so there was like a lot of just like working with that schedule and stuff so um, hopefully next week I'll be back in the five. I'm just glad I at least got in three workouts this week. Felt good about that. And, um, hopefully when we record in a couple of weeks, you guys will already have seen that I hit my hundred pounds on Instagram. So or maybe, even, maybe even by the time this airs next week, maybe I've already hit it technically. So amazing. Fingers crossed. And, um, yeah. So other than that, the only thing, while I did get back into the groove of like, I'm making my better decisions and stuff. I'm not actually tracking though, which I know how important that is. So I need to get back into doing that. And then also my water, like I've been filling up my water bottle, but I'm not keeping it with me at all times and like actively trying to drink that. And I know how freaking important that is. So tracking and water are like two big things I need to start trying to work on a little more as well. Um, you got this. Yeah. What about you? I want to hear your updates. So me, it's been a few weeks, so I'll just um, get you guys up to speed. I am down, it's officially been two months since I've been on um, the semaglutide, and I am down almost 17 pounds in two months, which I'm just, like, so excited because the last time I, like, felt this excited was 2018 was, like, our year. I feel like it was, like, anybody in this weight loss community, like, that was everybody's year. Everybody had so much success in 2018, and I had lost... I think it was like just over 40 pounds in four and a half months. And I feel like I'm on pace to be like doing that again. And I'm just like, oh my God, by the end of the year, I could be like that same 40 pounds that I was so excited about for like five years. Like I held on to that success for like five years. And think about how you're living your life now losing that weight versus how you were living your life losing that weight then. Like were you were like so restricted, like you're still enjoying, you're like making better decisions, but you're still enjoying life where like 
when you lost that weight in 2018, you were like not doing anything. You weren't going out. Exactly. You were scared of life. (laughs) Yeah, I literally was. I'm like, it needs, you need to be able to figure out that balance, which I know we've talked about a million times, but until you can find like going all in hard is not sustainable always. Like you need to find like, where can I long-term be able to live my life, making better decisions and not feel like I have to make sacrifice, like huge sacrifices to get there. Absolutely. Yeah. Any small, steady progress that gets you to a place where, you know, because you want when you hit your goal, goal weight, which is so far out for me. But like when you hit your goal weight, you want it to be sustainable. So if you've been yeah. super, super strict and restrictive and then you hit your goal weight and you're like, OK, I'm at my goal weight. So now I don't need to be that way anymore. Well, obviously, you're going to start gaining some of it back. So you want to build habits that are sustainable that you can continue like in your weight loss journey, but also like when you hit your goal or get close to your goal. Um, so basically, over the past few weeks, I ended up going up in a dosage. It's been a while since we've talked wellness updates anyway. So even though we haven't recorded, um, I feel like it was a couple weeks even before that since we have. So yeah. I've gone up in dosage twice now. So I went up from five units to 10 units. Um, and I was there for four weeks, I believe. And then this past week, I just moved up to 20 units. Wow. Um, And so I was nervous. I'm like, that's like doubling what I've been taking the past four weeks. That's a lot. Like the first time I only went up 50%. Now I'm going up a hundred, you know? Um, But I was fine. I was really nervous that like the nausea would start or whatever. And it just does go to show like everybody's different. Like they prescribed me Zofran because I communicated worry about, you know, my motion sickness that I get and stuff. And I thought, well, if I get motion sickness, I'm a hundred percent getting nausea is definitely going to be one of my symptoms. And it really hasn't been other than, um, a cup, I, I think maybe two days or something. I had a little bit of nausea in this whole entire journey so far, but otherwise been fine. Um, really just focusing on eating smaller amounts of food more often. That's another problem for me is like, because I don't wake up hungry and I'm really not hungry until like the early afternoon, like I just eat like nothing all day. And then the early afternoon hits and I'm really, really hungry. So then I almost like overeat more than I, not more than I was before, but like to a point where like now I don't feel good. Yeah. And it's like, no, I really need to worry about like eating something in the morning, even if it's not right in the morning, just like a protein shake or something. And so then I'm eating like a normal amount of food that my body can handle where I'm not feeling sick and blah, blah, blah. So, um, things that I have on hand regularly right now are protein shakes, beef sticks, and cuties. Those are really just like my top three favorite snacks that like I'm never disappointed in. Um, I've improved my water intake. So I hit a point where I'm like, I carry a water bottle that's full with me everywhere and I never drink it. Like I might take a couple sips once in a while because like my mouth just feels like you need water girl, but like I'm so bad with water. So I've really, really tried um, to get better with that. And I have, I still have improvement, but when you look at how much I've improved from before, it's a lot. Um, So taking that one day at a time and, and yeah, when I have a day that I don't focus on these things, like when I don't focus on, you know, protein, when I don't, eat in the morning when I don't drink water, like I definitely feel it. So it really does go to show that like those things are important. Mm -hmm. And like we talked about in your wellness update, like this is a journey. Every day doesn't have to be perfect. We don't have to judge ourselves for days when they're not perfect. We don't have to be judged by other people on days that aren't perfect. Like that's just life. And that's, you know, 
you're going to have really, really good days. And then you're going to have days, you know, where you're on a road trip or something that are out of your control. Um, so that's that. Um, I do have a little update that sounded more exciting than it really is because <laughs> I'll explain why. Um, so I had Kaiser for my insurance and my doctor was like not open to really discussing weight loss medications. I think I told you guys a little bit, she was big on like trying to convince me to do a vegan diet was never going to happen. Wanted a vegan to- diet? Yeah, because she was vegan. So um, she also really wanted me to sign up for six months of nutrition classes at Kaiser. Kaiser is very big on like pushing classes on you. Like you're a smoker, take a class. You need to lose weight, take a class. Like everything's a class. It's like I don't have time to go to like Kaiser classes. And like this isn't the first time I've tried to lose weight before. So I was determined during open enrollment to leave Kaiser and go to a new insurance. Like big girl insurance, going to get a PPO, time to spend a little more money for better insurance. So, um, that is what I did. And I chose a new doctor. I had my appointment with him. I loved him. Like I dreaded going to my old doctor. Like I was comfortable with her, which is why I went, but like, she was just, we weren't vibing. Like we weren't on the same page about like what I wanted for my, for myself. And this guy was like younger. He's gay. He's just like so fun to talk to. He literally ends up like, I tell him which um, prescription I want, like, my medication to go to. And he's like, wait, where do you live? And so I tell him. And he's like, oh, my God, I live in the apartment complex right across the street. He's like, you probably see me playing Pokemon Go all the time. So we just, like, instantly, like, yeah, he's like, me and my partner play Pokemon Go, like, all the time. And so we instantly just, like, had a connection and a bond. And just, like, he just felt, like, more young and hip and easy to relate to. And, like, kind of understands the struggles that I was going through more than, my old doctor, my old doctor just wanted to tell me I'm doing it wrong. You know, yeah. honestly, I could not. I'm so glad you did that. And I'm so glad you like found somebody that you love. I feel the same way when I got my job at Taco Bell. And so I was looking for um, because I was at Kaiser previously as well. And it was actually more money at Taco Bell to have Kaiser. So I um, did a PPO, found a doctor, and I really researched the heck out of trying to find one. And I found one that had good reviews. And one of the things I wanted was somebody younger. Like, I don't want them fresh off the graduation stage. No. But I also want them, like, older doctors, I just, they're set in their ways. They have a lot of, like, older mentality that isn't, like, necessarily is up to today. And I just, like, really felt like I would be unhappy with a lot of doctors that I was seeing that were, tend to be older and stuff. And so I found a girl that I mean, God, she's probably my age. Like, I have no idea. But, like, I love her. And same thing. I just feel like we vibe. I feel like we can just relate more on a a level together. And so I think if you're not happy with your doctor, like, I know it's a pain in the ass. But our health is so important. Take the time. Find somebody that, like, where, like, when you're advocating for yourself, like, they should be, like, on your team here. And so if you're not getting that take the time to find somebody, ask for recommendations in local groups, look on Yelp, look on Google. There's so many like doctor websites where people like review these doctors and stuff. And that's what I did to find like my dentist, my doctor, everything. And I've been so happy ever since with all of those choices. So 100%. So I talked, this was basically just like a, you know, that first visit with a new doctor, it's almost just like a get to know you appointment. They get a list of like any medications you're on, your health history, everything like that. So I'm doing all that. And then they do the normal, you know, like 
blood pressure, all of that. And I ended up doing some um, blood work and everything. But I was talking to him about my weight loss and I let him know um, I'm on a semaglutide. Like at the time I'd been on it for a month and I told him I was doing like really, really well. I let him know that I was getting it through an online provider because Kaiser wasn't very open. My doctor at Kaiser wasn't very open to it. And he like basically said, because of the BMI I'm in, if you have a BMI that is either overweight or obese and you have any other like conditions. So basically if you're pre-diabetic, have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, there's like a number of, of the things that can be counted for that. Um, yeah. You can qualify for a doctor prescribing you weight loss medication. And so my cholesterol, I hadn't done blood work with him yet, but he was able to get my records from Kaiser and saw that the last time I had blood work, my cholesterol was elevated. So I wasn't on medication for cholesterol, high cholesterol or anything, but it was elevated. So he was able to push it through um, to my insurance based on those two things. And he just told me, he's like, you know, you might get some pushback. Insurances aren't loving prescribing this for weight loss, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, if they push it back, we'll work together to appeal it or whatever. Well, like the next day or like two days later, I get a notification. And I don't even know these terms because I've never had to get something pre-authorized before. I didn't even know what that yeah. means. <laughs> and so I get an, a notification that says like pre-authorization approved. And I'm like, okay, is that a pre thing to the authorization? Is there like another authorization after the pre authorization being authorized to get authorized? (laughs) So I'm like, I am telling Jordan and Jordan's like, no, I think that means like your insurance approved it. And I'm like, but that doesn't make sense. Like I didn't, I feel like it shouldn't have been this easy, you know, like I feel like I should have had to fight more. And so I messaged my doctor and he's like, no, like they approved it, like blah, blah, blah. So basically, I was prescribed for uh, Wagovi, which is a semaglutide. It's literally what I'm taking now, just not the compound form of it. It's actual form. The way that you inject it is differently because they've patented like a pen as opposed to like having to inject yourself with a needle, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So um, he had recommended this one pharmacy. He's like, he gave me the heads up that there's a shortage of this medication and it's going to be really hard to get, especially the starter doses, because so many doctors are prescribing this for weight loss. The starter doses are really, really hard to get. Um, And so he told me about this pharmacy and he's like, you might have better luck there, whatever, whatever. Long story short, I'm still waiting for it. I still can't get my hands on it. I'm on a wait list there. Um, I've asked a couple other pharmacies and they basically in the nicest way, like laugh at you. Like they're like, you ain't the only one like waiting for this. So I am still going the online provider route because I don't want to stop my progress. Um, But I am so lucky to have great insurance that when I do find it, I'm only going to be paying $12 a month, which is insane. That is incredible. So yeah, good luck. Hopefully they find it soon. And I keep hearing that this is going to start being easier to find and it's... um... Well, they're working on like, because I went to the Wagovi website and I'm like doing more research on it and everything. And they're talking about, you know, their awareness of the shortage and whatever and what they're doing for that shortage. And they're building more distribution um, places or whatever and blah, blah, blah. Um, but there's also like new weight loss medications that are coming out, you know, so there's yeah. two big semaglutide ones. There's Wagovi and Ozempic, which are both a semaglutide. And then like you talked about the Manjaro, which is a trizepatide or something. Uh, trizepatide. Trizepatide. 
And then it just made news in the past couple of weeks that there's a brand new weight loss drug coming out called Zepbound, which is supposedly yeah. works better than any of those other three, which is also a terzepatide. My, my doctor brought up that one as well. Yeah. So it's just, I am actually very happy. I know there's still judgment about this. People might not be happy, but like I go back to something somebody said to me in the very, very beginning when I started talking about this and was nervous about if people were going to support me or not. And she was just like, we give medication for every other illness, every other illness, every other ailment, whatever has a medication for it. If we cannot look at obesity as the same thing, and if we have a medication to treat that, why it's being judged the same way, like you taking a medication for like something else is, you know, like obesity yeah. causes so many more health issues in someone's life. Like, why are we judging that? Like, we should not be judging that. And I think we're judging it because it's new and it's the cool thing to do. You know, there's so many people saying so many things on the internet. Um, well, and I, think, I think the big thing too, is when this all really first started a year ago, um, the big thing was like attacking people because originally the drug was established to be for um, as like for people with diabetes. And then it was found that like, oh, this could actually be great for like as a weight loss drug in general. And so when it became like a shortage, that was the big attack was there's right. people who have diabetes that need this and stuff. And um, and so I think it kind of started with already like that attack along with it. And so it's kind of just people who haven't really researched it or know too much about it, that's kind of what they know about it. And so I think people just tend to judge it a little more, but I am in full agreement with you, like anything else we have. And I mean, and this is not only this, but this is like a disease that like can bring upon so many other diseases. Like right. it, it is just the start of a snowball where if you get ahead of it, like where I always say, like I was like the healthiest, fattest person I knew. Like I was very <laughs> fortunate where I, while I was extremely overweight, like I didn't have like a lot of health problems, but that would not have been forever. Like I would Correct. have definitely, the older I got, started seeing diabetes and other things that could have been like really detrimental to my health. So, yes. Um, so other than that, just consistently been tracking for over two months now, which blows my mind. I think there's only been like two days in those two months that I haven't tracked. And I'm pretty sure it was your, was your wedding weekend. Like I was like, I can't track this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's too much. Um, but I'm really proud that I've been like that consistent with it. It yeah, honestly, I contribute, you know, you can't contribute everything to an injection. You have to do the work too. So in addition to injections, I'm trying to focus on eating protein. I'm trying to drink water. I need to start moving. I, you know, all these other things and tracking is one of the reasons like I'm in Facebook groups and see people that struggle and I'm not one of the, those people in a Facebook group that's going to ask someone else if they're doing things on their journey. Right. Like, ew, that's gross. But like, I, do, it does make me think like, I'm like, okay, if you've been on this for two months and you're gaining weight, like, I don't, are you tracking? Are you, you know, are you doing the work or are you just relying on giving yourself an injection and making it work, you know? So I'm proud of myself for doing the work. Um, I love, I know I talked about this, but I love with the Lose It app um, every single day that you finish your day, it pops up with a thing that, you know, based on your weight that day and then based on how many calories you've tracked, it's like, if you continue this progress, you'll hit your goal weight by blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And so 
it keeps telling me April and I'm just like, my mind is blown. Like April is right around the corner. That is insane. Um, the holidays are coming up. It does scare me. Um, but overall, I'm just so glad I started this before the new year. There are so many other years where I've been like this close to the new year that I'm like, January 1st, everything's changing for me. I am changing everything. I'm sick of my shit. And on January 1st, I'm changing it. And the fact that I didn't wait until January 1st this year and I got started now just makes me um, feel so proud and so happy that I am where I am going into January 1st as opposed to starting on January 1st. Absolutely. And this is a long one. So let's <laughs> let's jump into some bed, wed, dead. Um, Turkey Day edition. We're going to do holiday side dishes. Um, we kind of discussed some of this earlier, but not all together. So we're going to go mashed potatoes, sweet potato casserole, and stuffing. Okay. Um, so I'm kind of like, what I wrote down is completely different than kind of the argument that I had earlier in this episode. Because <laughs> I have me going to bed with sweet potatoes, wedding mashed potatoes, and killing stuffing. Um. Basically, my thought was that, like, because I guess I'm thinking this not just for one day. It's, like, my life with these sides. So it's, like, I want sweet potatoes, like, once in a while, and I love having them. But do I want it, like, every day of my life? Like, I feel like I can have mashed potatoes every day of my life. It's a little more savory. Don't always want the sweet. So I want the sweet potatoes, like, when I need a a little something different. But I'll keep the mashed potatoes as, like, my my sweet baby every night. And then um, stuffing. When I was a kid, I loved stuffing. I couldn't get enough of it. Now it's good, and it's I'll have a couple bites of it. But it's definitely probably one of my lower favorites on my list. Yeah. I think for me, I was um, going off – because my answers would be different for, like, any day of the year, too. But on – specifically on a holiday, like on Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving dinner, um, if I, for the rest of my life, could have one every single year, have one, you know, occasionally on some years and then never again, I think I would go – sweet sweet potato casserole, we're getting married. I'm going to have you every single holiday dinner. Um Stuffing, I'm actually going to go to bed with because I don't want stuffing year round, but on a holiday, I absolutely want it. And then I can kill off mashed potatoes on my Thanksgiving plate because like we talked about, you can have it any other time of the year. So if I skip something, if my plate is too full on Thanksgiving, like I can do without the mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving. Okay. I like how you explained all of this and I am in agreement with you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Same and same. Let's hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is a product that I actually bought years ago and then recently just saw at Trader Joe's again. So I don't know if it's like a back again product or if they always have it and I just don't notice. Um, But it is the Trader Joe's Rose Water Facial Toner. So I'm on a skincare kick right now. If I see something that looks cool and I want to try it, I buy it as far as skincare goes. So... Um, I just thought this was cool. It was, it's $3.99. I feel like everything at Trader Joe's is $3.99. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I've been using this stuff for years now, not consistently, like not as a consistent part of my skincare routine, but I've had it for years and have been using it for years. And I love it. It smells amazing. It smells like very florally, which I know you've said you can be sensitive to. So you might not like it yeah. as much as I do. Um, but it just feels so good on your face. And I'm a big fan. It's cute. It's pink. I love pink. Um, and it, and that's I, my- so I bought the Trader Joe's um, beauty advent calendar. And I wonder if this will be one of because it's all I have a feeling it's going to be on the back. It has a list of the things that are included, but I avoided looking at it because I kind of want to be surprised. I was like at Trader Joe's again yesterday and they had one open so you could see it because I think people were probably like ripping yeah. them open. Um, and so they were like sick of people destroying the boxes. So they had one and I was like avoiding it. Cause I was like, I don't <laughs> want to know what's in it. So I'm going to, um, be starting that in a couple weeks. So I bet you this will probably be in it. So I'll be excited that I can try it. I'm just really excited to do this because I'll get to like sample all sorts of their different like beauty products. And without- these smaller oh. products are like, you can just keep as your travel, travel. stuff and then you have travel skincare yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's your flavor of the week? So my flavor of the week I decided to share is um, my first pair of shoes that I wore for my wedding. So I am not a heel girly. I can't wear heels anymore. I haven't worn them for years. Um, I had originally bought, everybody saw because I had shared them all over, was my Betsy Johnson tennis shoes that were like all blinged out and I was going to wear those for the wedding. And then as the wedding got closer, I was like, I feel like I kind of want to wear something nicer for like the ceremony and photos, which mind you, I've seen all the photos and the videos and you can't see my shoes in any of them. So it was kind of <laughs> dumb. But and then I switched into my tennis shoes um, for the reception. But I ended up by, I was like, I'm just going to buy something cheap off of Amazon. Try them on. I'll bring them if I decide on the day of not to wear it. It won't be like a big loss. Anyways, I ended up wearing these shoes. I wore them for like a half hour at my house to see if I could even like tolerate it. And I, I was like, oh, these are kind of comfortable. So I wore them probably three. I mean, when did we start photos? Like two o'clock? Had to be around two. Yeah. And then until the grand entrance, which was, I think, around six. So I probably had them on three to four hours. You guys, these were so comfortable. They're not a huge heel. They're also a block heel. I knew I couldn't do some type of like stiletto heel. I knew a block heel was like kind of the route I had to go. So I got these for Amazon, you guys. They were $34 with 5% off. They're called She Soul, so like She Soul, S-O-L-E, Women's Strappy Block Low Heel. I'm going to link them because who knows if when you type that in, if you'll be able to find them. But they were like a rose gold, had lots of sparkle. There's also a 5% coupon. So like, I just think I wanted to share these because I think they'd be like a good comfy heel if you're not a heel girly, but always want to have a cuter shoe with these holiday partings coming up. If you're going to be a bridesmaid, you're going to be in a wedding, like, I just think, did bubbles just come on the screen? Did Probably. Random stuff comes oh on the screen. God. I don't Sorry, know what it is that we say. But I just felt like I had to share these because as somebody who can't wear heels and doesn't wear them, um, these were surprisingly so comfortable. So I think they're worth trying to check out. Um, so like I said, they're a little blingy, so they're a little like on the fancier side, but for a holiday party or if you're a bridesmaid or whatever, I think they would be like a perfect option. So I just wanted to share these shoes with you guys. They really were so cute. Yeah, I loved them. So other than that, do you have a quote for us, Steph? 
I do. In honor of Thanksgiving this week, um, take the time to be thankful for everything that you have. You can always have more, but you could always have less. That's so true. I love it. Thank you guys. Again, happy Thanksgiving. We're so thankful for all of you. And thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. If you have a moment as a little thank you to us, please, please go rate, review, and subscribe. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod and join our private Facebook group as well. Just search Club Wine Over Matter and you'll find us. If you love what you heard, share this week's episode on your socials and don't forget to tag us. And we will be waiting for you next Wine Wednesday with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers.